All right, cool. We are here again on Kofo uh, Live and Undead, and I'm Daniel Crozier. I'm here with my guests from American Horror Channels, uh, Heart Fisher and Groovy. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty kick-ass. <laughs> doing excellent, man. You? Excellent. Yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful uh, Saturday afternoon, and... Man, yeah, I, I've been looking forward to, to talking to the, the two of you. Uh, Hart, you've got an incredible, you know, just a massive body of work uh, that you've, you've done you know, over the years. Can you tell us a, a little bit about yourself, you know, where you come from and how you got into, you know, horror and, uh, you know, the comic books and the, the television and movies? Well, I guess the easiest place to start is, hi, I am Hart D. Fisher. They used to call me the world's most dangerous man in comics. And that's true. I still am because I'm coming back to comics to burn it all down. Yes. Uh, so I started off in, in the comic book industry. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Uh, I went to a high school for super smart kids called Project Individual Education. Cool. I went to college in Champaign-Urbana, got a degree in art. And that's where I started studying martial arts under Sung Lee Taekwondo. Nice. And that's where I uh, launched my comic book company. I launched Boneyard Press in 1991 from my home in Champaign, Illinois. And I was a bouncer at Mabel's, which was a rock concert venue back then. So I was one of the doormen there. A uh, lot of good times, a lot of fun. And I did comics there. And so my first claim to fame with Boneyard Press was, well, number one, the first claim to fame we had is, I'm the only comics creator in the world to ever sue Marvel Comics for copyright and trademark infringement and wow. win. Then yeah. number two in that little story is the Hells Angels motorcycle gang, they helped me do it. Now, it's not what you think, but that's the beginning of my career. The second biggest thing in my career that started back then is when I did the Jeffrey Dahmer comic books. A lot of people, right. they know me from that. Yeah. They know me from doing the Dahmer books, and they also know me from being unapologetic about my work. Uh, in this day and age of Twitter and apologizing for any joke that goes flat and I don't know all these people that are gonna ready to suck any fucking dick thrown in front of their face if they offend anyone well I'm the original bad guy that says fuck you fuck you and fuck you I have no apologies you can go and see me on Larry King Larry King right. I was on Larry King <laughs> because the victims families of Jeffrey Dahmer had sued me and these families who were wanting to sell the cookware that they're loved ones were cooked with. They wanted to sell the acid vat in which their loved ones' bodies were melted down. And I am a, a, a victim of violent crime. I am a person who spent 10 years putting a rapist murderer in jail. That happened during the making of my first feature film, The Garbage Man. My first love, Michelle, was raped and murdered in the middle of making this film. Oh. And I finished anyway. Uh, I'm a guy who goes through anything and everything. I never let anything stop me, ever. So I started with the comic company and in the comic book company and with this murder and a lot of the other violence in my life, I, I got into horror because I've had a very violent life. I, I grew up on the South side. Uh, I've seen suicides, murders, rapes, in, I mean, everything, everything. I, I was used to seeing my friends being beaten up by their dads growing up on the South side of Chicago. Oh. Never seen your dad punch out your friend. Yeah. Never seen that. Yeah. Well, that was a normal thing for me growing up. So my idea of horror comes from my experiences in the real world. 
and Boneyard Press was my comic publishing company. And we did the Kill Image comic, where I killed the founders of Image Comics, Rob Liefeld, uh, <laughs> Jim McFarlane, <laughs> I mean, Todd McFarlane and Jim Lee. Uh, I killed them, and they oh, were wow. terrified of me. They thought I was really going to come kill them. But I'm a fan of Cracked Magazine and Mad Magazine. Right. Brand uh, so for me, it was satire. Then we got into trouble when I was running Glenn Danzig's comic company. Okay. I was the managing editor of Glenn Danzig's company, Verotic. Uh, Verotic was a counterculture, adult orientated company that Danzig really put his money where his mouth was. And I got a hats off to Glenn. He went for it. He went for it. And I was the managing editor there. And I co wrote a story called The Taste of Cherry that is in the pages of Verotica number four. It's uh, banned as obscene material to this day in the state of Oklahoma. It's part of the Planet Comics bust. If you want to read about it, the best article is from Evil Speak Magazine number five. Now, we go through the 90s. I did all this stuff. I did the OJ books. I got sued by OJ Simpson. I kicked his ass in court, too. Nice. Fuck you, OJ. Fuck you. Uh, then I left the comic book industry, and I went into film and television full time. I owned and operated my own post-production facility in Los Angeles called Crime Pays Inc. with my uh, late wife, Waka. And we got our first television contract in 2008. We signed with the Global Broadcast Group. And we created a TV show called American Horrors. And yeah. so we signed this deal. We produced the first season. And the real estate bubble blew. The, the tech bubble, real estate bubble in Los Angeles in 2008, 2009 blew. Okay. Uh, luckily, I was directing a lot of music videos then. I'm very proud to say that one of my music videos was on Headbangers Ball. Yeah! For Obituary. And one of my, my oh, proudest wow. moments of the career, uh, the members of Obituary, Every member of the band liked the video I made. That's awesome. That's never happened for that band before until me. Uh, in 2008, another note. <laughs> well, with the, the comic company, uh, a big bump. Uh, we were the first publisher of Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. We right. published Raven's Wings 1 and 2. Uh, I got Gerard onto Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Well, he's Gary to me, you fuckers. He's Gary. He's Gary. I can't stand this affectation. Oh, Gerard, you're fucking Gary. Oh, God. I used to be on the phone with his mother to discuss how do we keep him from getting bullied in school. Oh, wow. Okay. It, I was involved. He was one of my guys at Boneyard. I had a lot of amazing people work for me at Boneyard Press. John Cassidy started there. Duncan Rouleau started there. And when we started American Horrors, it should be noted that I am Billie Eilish's first director. That's right, the big, famous Billie yeah. Eilish and Finnick's. They grew up next door to me in Highland Park, California. I'm her first director. This crazy fucker is who she grew up next door to. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, where does the characters in America come from? I don't know. Oh, no. Well, she grew up next door to a horror company. We yeah. launched American Horrors in 2008. She's in the opening credits. Uh, Maggie and Patrick's parents were actors and actresses, and they were fantastic people. Uh, but, I mean, I had my conflicts with them because they were neighbors. You always have conflicts with your neighbors. Yeah. We lived together, uh, lived next door to each other for 14 years in a very violent neighborhood. Mm. And so I grew up with Finney and Billy next door. And so with the launch of American Horrors, Billy Eilish was right there. The original American Horrors TV show, she's in the opening credits and has been 
since 2011 on the air. So I'd like to know, hey, guys, in her resume, in her Wikipedia, how come there's no mention that as a little girl, she worked with one of the most interesting and most dynamic horror creators in the world? Why has that been scrubbed out of her Wikipedia? Same with Phineas. We supported him on my radio show, Heart Attack, with his high school band. It was originally called Hollow Point Eyes. But his mom made him change it because of school shootings. His mom was like that. <laughs> and we launched American Horrors, uh, me and my wife, uh, Wakako. And the channel goes and we grow and, and we kick ass. And, and we've been doing this ever since 2008 when it was just a show. And in 2011, it became a television network. And, and I will say thank you, Alki David, at Philmon. I want to thank Alki David for giving us a start. Even though you still owe me money, you prick. I want to thank you for giving us a start at Film On. You were really a great place for us to launch. I really enjoyed everything I learned from Alki. Alki let me surf in his wake. Guys, if you ever get the chance to surf in the wake of a billionaire, a Bill Gates billionaire, do it. You're going to learn a lot about money and power in this country. Yeah. So now we get to American Horrors 2020. Well, here we are with Groovy TV, Gordcast. The original American Horror Show, Mission Terror. These are all original programs that are on the network. And I think that's why we're going to talk to this big, giant, bald guy with a purple beard. Let's talk. Right. Let's, let's let this fucking guy talk. I've been talking a long time now. All right. Give it a rest, then, Art. <laughs> right. I'm going to have a How about you? Where, where do you come from? What part's unknown? And, uh, I come from <laughs> unknown. I love that. I come from the swamps of baldness, where we, we rise out of the slime, bald already with weird beards. I know that. Uh, I've got what mine kind of thrown over my, my head. <laughs> but, I can't uh, wait till you have like a giant mohawk or something, dude. Oh, no, it's going to be horrible. Uh, so, Groovy, yeah, you know, tell us a little bit about your, your background, how you got into you know, doing your own Groovy TV, and then how you met up with Hart. Um, it would have started a good long while ago in the early 2000s. Okay. I started writing for a bunch of music magazines. Oh, cool. Um, one locally was Colorado Music Buzz. Hmm. And then from there, after doing that for several years, I just decided to start Groovy TV. And I, I was kind of sick of like writing the interviews. So I started doing video interviews. And, you know, right now I've done probably somewhere around 1,200 video interviews. Um, that doesn't 1, include... 1,200? What? 1,200. Well, yeah, easily, because not all of, them, all of them are on Groovy TV. Some of them were on Hollywood Music and other, other channels. Okay, you mean Groovy TV, the YouTube channel, guys? Perhaps you should tell them, Groovy... Groovy TV, the YouTube channel. Check it out on YouTube. God damn it. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do it, dude. Damn it. But, I mean, the world's record alone, that was 70 interviews in one day, so 1,200 total seems kind of lame. <laughs> um, that's, that's a fantastic uh, number. It's, it's a, you know, and, and don't you have uh, like a, a Guinness, you know, record for doing the most uh, consecutive interviews? Yeah. Um, July 26, um, 2014, I believe. Nice. 
We did it at UMS at, at Badgers. I don't even know if Badgers even exists anymore. Badgers Pub. Oh, right. Down on uh, um, South Broadway, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if that place even exists anymore, but. Um, I think they shut down too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So how I ran into Hart was me and uh, Mel Haynes made a comedy horror short called Slossages. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I, was, I think I was in that. Hopefully you edited me out. <laughs> and uh, my buddy Scum, Scum Love, who's a mutual friend with uh, Hart, said, oh, uh, no, you, I know you're mad at me, Scummy, but I still love you. <laughs> we love you, Scummy. Mm -hmm. So he introduced us, and uh, you know that was a good year and a half ago, and it's just been uh, building ever since. Okay. So we uh, we started thinking about the Groovy TV show um, good long while ago. It, it took like seven, eight months of thinking about it before it was actually able to be executed. Okay. And it was executed on Thanksgiving uh, this past fall. Nice. That was the first nice. episode. Nice. Yeah. What is the Groovy TV show? You know, for those of you that, that don't know. It's Groovy TV. It's Groovy TV. It's all goddamn cheap. We have no money. We can't afford a theme song. So we had to sing it. Me and the Hobbit, we sang the goddamn theme song. We made it all up. We had no money. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. You know, you know Hart, you're, you're the, the ringside barker for, for everything, huh? Well, I'm the That's exactly the what it's like. You're right. I'm, I'm the face of the network, right? So what I do is I'm kind of like the pit bull of the network. I'm the face. I'm in charge. And it's my job to create the artistic vision of my creators. Mm -hmm. Okay. In most corporate television, the corporation dictates down to the creator. Right. Whereas my career in publishing comic books and fiction and independent cinema I believe in creators' rights. I believe in the creator. Uh, that's why I hate, I hate cancel culture. Cancel culture is bullshit. Uh, if you're trying to get somebody canceled, you're an asshole. You're a book burner. You're a censor. You're a douchebag. Anybody who's censoring people is a fucking Nazi book burning douchebag piece of shit. A strong mind can handle creative ideas. A strong mind can handle ideas they're not comfortable with. And so at American Horrors, horror is all about making people uncomfortable. Right. But in between the horror, I want it to be funny. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. And Groovy's really leaving something out in this that, uh, okay, me and Groovy are partners on his show. Mm -hmm. I don't do that with everybody. I, I'm not partners with Gorecast. I'm not partners with Horror Show. I'm not partners with Mission Terror. But I saw something in Groovy, and I wanted to be involved in it. I really saw something in his interviews on his YouTube channel. And what he's not telling you is we worked together for almost a year straight. You know, we were aware, he was aware of me before I was aware of him. Okay. <laughs> Through our involvement with Scum Love and, and knowing uh, different bands in the industry. I mean, Scum Love was once upon a time, the assistant to Danzig back in the nineties. Nice. So that's when me and Scummy first crossed paths. I edited Danzig's first short horror film, She Only Likes Men. 
and okay. that's never seen the light of day. I yeah. cut it with Glenn personally, and Scummy was the bad guy who gets killed in the end of this thing. That's my introduction to Scumla. So it's a weird kind of thing. We, we had mutual friends in the music business, and I started seeing Scummy's interviews, and I'm like, this is... Scummy, wasn't I the one that said it's a horror variety show? Mm. Yeah. Or was it horror, good time? Good time horror. Good time it's horror. Yeah, it's good That's time horror, but it's, it is a variety show. It is a variety show, but I think I quoted you, your show is good time horror. Yep, exactly. That's the tagline. And so Groovy and I worked really closely together. Groovy, I'm going to give you a lot of credit. Uh, this is going to come out on the air, so I'm going to say it. Groovy has been instrumental in the rise of American horror. So I'm going to give him this credit. Uh, I don't believe we would have the viewership we have today if it wasn't for a lot of the work Groovy's done. He's done a lot of work behind the scenes, and the poor son of a bitch has had to listen to me pour out all my bullshit in his goddamn ear. Once my wife passed away in 2018, I had no confidence to talk about this shit with anybody. So thank you, Groovy. I just want to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, Groovy, you, uh, you've been doing helping out with uh, marketing and stuff like that because you've got that background, uh, you know, in in public relations and marketing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I've been doing that. Geez, I don't know, almost since uh, just a few months in working with Hart, um, huh. doing all the press releases and things like that. So, what? what yeah. What, was that the start of uh, your working relationship with Hart, or did did the show come first, and then that's uh, actually Slossages came first? It's all about Slossages. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Slossages came first, and the PR was just him volunteering. Let, let's be real. Let's be honest. You you love American horrors, and you wanted to help build a bigger home for your show. Right. And Absolutely. he did a great job. He he he's been fantastic. Uh, same with the Gorecast guys, same with all my creators. Uh, I really care about my creators. They're very important to me. Uh, them being able to eat, them being able to do stuff, they're important to me. They're my family. I don't have kids. American Horrors is the only child I ever had with my late wife, Okako. This is our kid. And we put everything into it. So Groovy has been great because he understands horror. And man, dude, Slossages is so good on so many levels. Oh, my God. Now they go, ah, oh, gee, it's just a little trailer spoof. Well, if you're an actual director and you're an actual editor who knows the fuck they're talking about, you would know these shots are beautiful. You would know what movies they're spoofing. You would know just how goddamn good these filmmakers are. And then Groovy's leaving out Shovel. Okay, so Shovel's a character that he showed me very early in this. And so I got to see the short film Shovel. And I really liked it a lot. So really? we're going to be developing that character further. Uh, as we get later into the show, uh, Shovel is going to be part of the Boneyard Press relaunch. So Groovy wow. is coming on board to do some creative writing with Boneyard Press. We're going to do some stuff with Shovel. And wow. I've got some other ideas that I've been talking to Groovy about doing some writing. Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah Groovy, uh, yeah, I remember when uh, Shovel came out, yeah, you did that with uh, uh, Poliski. Uh, that that was my favorite, uh, you know, short. I think. Uh, and Ryan, Ryan does a lot of great work. I, I'm going to be doing some stuff with Ryan. We're going to be bringing some of his work onto American Horrors, and yeah. so Ryan's Ryan's a pretty damn good director. He has a lot of cool shit, and that's one of the things that that no one's giving Groovy the 
the credit that he fucking deserves. Groovy's a tastemaker. He's a serious yeah. goddamn tastemaker. Now, he hides behind this jovial, ha, 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 I'm a fat guy with a blue beard. Ha, 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 ha. But that's the motherfucking judo master, motherfuckers. That's a judo master there. And that's a real thing. A lot of my guys involved in American horrors are all martial arts people. I'm a 30-year martial arts student, actually 33 years now, training with amazing people in Taekwondo, in MMA, nice. in Judo, and Jiu-Jitsu. Shout out to Gokur Travichian and Gene LaBelle and also Anne-Marie de Mars. I nice. miss you guys since I left L.A. I fucking miss you guys. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hart, you're incredibly passionate uh, and supportive, you know, behind your creators. Um, you know, what, uh, as far as the, the programming for American Horrors, you know, what, what other uh, original shows do you have going on? Well, the cool thing about American Horrors is people seem to think like, oh, it's a movie show. Oh, it's a movie show. Hey, all you idiots at home, all you guys who have it, video on demand store that ain't a fucking channel you're a video rental store god damn it that's all you fucking are you're not a channel american horrors is a real honest to god television channel that streams you turn it on it's on like water it pours out of the fountain only it's bloody with chunks of flesh in it it's horrible it's evil. and it's uncut. Our movies are uncut. So when you tune in and you see the blood-sucking pharaohs of Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. there's going to be no commercial interruptions, okay? Yeah. You're going to see uncut music videos from Danzig, Slayer, Obituary, and the best in independent bands. I mean, I really want to thank uh, Groovy. He's been, with Groovy TV, he's been bringing in these amazing bands, especially these people from Italy. Oh, my God, Snow. Uh, her, her stuff, Snow stuff is awesome. She's a fantastic director. And then her new band, The Designs, mm. the guys awake for days. So many of these damn bands. Then, then my friend Dennis Sanders uh, is bringing us all kinds of, of bands. We've got Dead Animal Assembly Plant coming on board. We have so many amazing bands coming on. And that's where Groovy and I really hit it. We're mm. both rock and roll dudes in that industry. So we're signing so many labels, so many bands. I might have to make a music video channel and have Groovy host it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, we yeah. have the budget to pay you what you're worth—a shit ton of money. And, <laughs> and to be fair, too, like in uh, with you know cable channels and network channels now. I mean, there really isn't that much of a, a noteworthy uh, music channel. MTV, you know, shat the bed. Uh, VH, you know, fuck VH1. Um, so, you know, like stuff like Headbangers Ball, like Heart that you mentioned with uh, your obituary uh, music video, you know, none of that stuff really uh, yeah, exists anymore unless it's on like some kind of local platform. All of corporate culture is terrified of cancel culture, okay? Right. right now in America, the PC culture in America, the politically correct culture that started with Tipper Gore in the 80s, mm. yeah. Started with Democrats, thank you. Starts with Democrats. Who are the biggest censors? Fucking Democrats! Now, that doesn't mean I will vote against them because I vote for whatever candidate I think will do the best job. I don't care what color they are. I don't care if they're a pink, gay elephant. Can you do the goddamn job? That's my politics. Right. But 
there's no they're they're terrified they're damn they're terrified they're terrified of offending anyone and i grew up in the midwest we had a saying you can please some of the people some of the time but you can't please all the people all the time so why the fuck are you trying to please everybody i'm making great cheeseburgers i'm making good pizzas if you don't like my pizza go away fuck off get the fuck out you don't like the hamburger fuck off fuck off fuck off all this banning and trying to cancel Joe Rogan because he said Biden's got issues with his mental decrepitude or you want to get rid of this guy because he's a Trump supporter. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, honestly, get the fuck out of here. All this cancel censorship. That's my thing that my guys know. Right. My people know that I'm going to go to the mattresses for them. Right. My people know that I'm a First Amendment advocate. My people know I suffered and bled for the First Amendment. They know I'm there for their free speech rights in a way that nobody else is. In fact, I'm not on Twitter anymore. I pulled all our shit from Twitter. They're censors. They're a goddamn bunch of censors. So in American Horrors, you're going to have fun, man. You're going to have so much fun. We play these old crazy PSAs like, VD, it's not just for you and me, but VD. Or we have stuff where uh, you've got Joe Friday from Dragnet telling you how safe cigarettes are. Yeah. Mm. Just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> uh, music videos from all these amazing bands. Uh, my friend uh, Chris J. Miller with the Justine Connection. Mm. The music videos he's doing with Comasex. I'll go ahead and say it. We've been talking to John Kay from Ren and Stimpy about doing a series with us. Oh, We're cool. getting ready to sit wow. down Elvira to talk to Elvira about working with us. Nice. There's a lot of things happening at American Horrors, and we are the horror channel for horror fans. Period. Period. That's it. Yeah. There isn't another horror channel like ours with music videos. And you, you mentioned original shows. So yeah. we have the original American Horrors TV show. We right. have the American Horrors Intermission, which is an interview show. Then we have Mission Terror, which is our paranormal, paranormal investigation show, which I like a lot because... Sometimes they fail. Mm. They don't find the goddamn thing right. that's real. Right. It's just two guys that go out and do this. I love these guys. I love Mission Terror. We have Horror Show, which is done by Michael Pickle and James Rivera, which is a, a horror, more, it's, it's more of a horror variety show than Groovy. Mm-hmm. Um, Groovy's definitely good time horror. Uh, yeah. But I found that, that horror, uh, horror Show is a family-produced product, so... You got Michael Pickle with his daughter, Sydney, and his son. Uh, they, they do review shows, and I'm sorry to the son of Mr. Pickle. I can't remember your goddamn name right now. I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I'm so sorry! Uh, we got the Irish guys in Gorkcast. I love Johnny and Giz so much. They are on their third season with us, and nobody does better promos than them. No, hands down. They do insane horror movie parodies almost every fucking week. Right now for season three, we're on episode 35, motherfuckers. Episode 35. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's awesome. You guys rule. Yeah. I think Ruby's yes, show was supposed to be. Go ahead. Your cast is pure genius. I love every episode. They're freaking hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. That, now, now we have Groovy TV. Now we have Groovy TV with this beautiful, handsome hunk of man with a laugh that nobody forgets and a fart that Kane Hodder wants to kill him for. 
Oh, that's uh, wonderful. That's good. That, that's a good thing to be known for. I think so. <laughs> so okay, think now so. I've got to ask about the Kane Hodder story now. Groovy? Oh, it's just, it's just horse shit. You know, he's interviewing uh, Kane, and there's a fart sound, and I'm going to cut Groovy off to make this short because it's a boring fucking story. Watch the show on American Horrors, goddammit. Friday nights, Groovy TV, 8.30ish p.m. Now, why do I say 8.30ish p.m.? I'll tell you why. It's a party, bitch. And the party gets going, the party gets going. Guns and Roses takes the stage when Guns and Roses takes the fucking stage. All these people that want an electronic program guide, I understand why you want it. You got busy lives. You're busy. You'd like to program your life and know when Castle the Creeping Flesh is playing. You want to know when Us Sinners is going to play from George Snow. You want to know. But do you get a playlist when you show up at Daft Punk show at Coachella? Fuck no, you don't. You show up at Coachella because Daft Punk's going to kill you. They're going to kill you. Do you get a playlist when you go to the Slayer show? Oh, Slayer. I can't buy tickets to his show. I don't know what you're going to play. Oh, oh Slayer. Well, assholes. This yeah. is American Horrors. You come home, you turn on American Horrors, you let it run all day, goddammit. It's a wallpaper. You turn it on all fucking day in the background. And when you're ready to watch, you turn it up loud. Sorry. I apologize. But Friday nights, 8.30ish p.m. is our entertainment block. Uh, horror show was originally on Fridays. They're in, in, uh, they're, their season two has ended. Yeah. Uh, Michael is really focused on his feature film right now. <laughs> really focused. He's so focused on his feature film. I'm a little mad at him just a little bit. Oh. <laughs> uh, but... What are you going to do? So yeah. he, his second season, you know, uh, is done. So it's Horror Show and Groovy TV on Fridays. And on Sunday nights, it's uh, Gorecast and Mission Terror. Nice. And so I always mix it up. I like rerun. Like, so if you missed it on Friday night, you can keep watching on Saturday. It's going to rerun. It's going to rerun, guys. It's, 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 it's going to rerun. It's going to rerun. You can see it again. You can see it again. It's going to rerun. Well, he refused to play I, you know uh, what I mean? Like when you watch AMC and then they play Terminator 3 five times in a row, uh, that never happens at American. We never play a movie twice in a row. We'll see Gorecast all night where it's the same goddamn Gorecast show all fucking night. The worst we got with the reruns is on Slayer Day when we did all the Billie Eilish stuff. Okay. Uh, not only was Billie Eilish in the opening credits for the American Horror TV series, she's a prominent character in the music video for Heard the Humans for the song Hollow. Okay. And she plays death. So we have a whole making of the video and we had all this extra cool. footage. So that's the most we've ever rerun anything. And I did that for the Billie Eilish fans. I want our channel's free, man. It's free. So I put that up as much as I could so the fans could see it. It's totally free. No one's making you pay money to see this little Billy stuff. Just check it out, man. It's cool. Yeah. The and the main platforms to, to watch American horrors on is Roku, right? And then, uh, you, obviously, you've got the website. What else? Well, we're on Roku. Uh, I, I personally, I watch it either on my Roku or I watch it on my PS4. Oh. I use my PS4 and it, I use the web browser. So I use the yeah. PS4's web browser. I go to American Horrors, AmericanHorrors.com. That's right, AmericanHorrors.com. All day, all night, all horror. Available on your PlayStation 4 via their web browser and your Xbox. Also available on StrictlyStreaming.com and Glued TV. And I'm going to say, 
my inner voice is telling me not to fucking say this, but I've been negotiating with Zingo TV for us to be carried by them too. Okay, cool. Wow, that's great. Man, uh, so yeah, there's no excuse. Go and watch American Horrors. Free, it's free, it's free! Um, yeah, uh, Hart, did you want to talk a little bit about uh, you know, some of the new stuff coming out uh, with, with uh, your comic book initiative? Yeah, I would. I mean, where were we at on time, buddy? Uh, we've got another uh, 15 minutes or so. Fantastic. Okay, well, before I talk about the comic books, I'm just going to say that we are launching into our fourth year of the American Horrors Film Festival. And Sweet. just last week, I lined up my theater. I landed our theater. So we're set for the dates of October 31st, November 1st. We nice. are probably the only horror film festival happening on Halloween night in Wisconsin, maybe in the Chicagoland area, I'm not sure. Uh, we're located about a couple hours out of Chicago. We're in Lake Geneva. It's gonna be at the Lake Geneva Theater in downtown Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. And it's a historic theater. And we brought on the guys from Laser Fusion. They're gonna do a fucking kick-ass, stadium-quality, Pink Floyd-level laser show at the American Horrors Film Festival. So, Adam and Gary, thank you guys so much for signing on board. I love you. Uh, we got some guys we got a lot of great sponsors of the film fest, but talking about the return of Boneyard Press. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. So with, with cancel culture, with this whole notion, uh, all you candy ass pussies out there who are afraid of Twitter. I had a protest march on my house, you candy asses. My house has been robbed multiple times. I had so many death threats. I used to carry a fucking gun. So all you kiss ass, pussies that surrender and apologize on Twitter or Facebook or whatever social media you kowtow to, your candy asses, your candy asses. So if you think for one minute I'm bringing Boneyard Press as a vanity label, that Boneyard's going to come back some soft thing that's just reprints and trade paperbacks, mm -hmm. get wrong, motherfucker. Boneyard Press was born out of rage, fear, pain, and a desire to live, a primal scream for life in the face of death. Boneyard Press was named because I told my father, my back is to my own grave, dad. I'm going forward or I'm going to die. That scared the shit out of my dad. <laughs> he was so scared. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> I'm coming for you, comic world. I'm coming for the comic book industry. I left comic books in 2004 as the most dangerous man in comics. Media.com said it best when I quote, if Alan Moore, I'm sorry, if Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and Alan Moore are the saints of the comic book industry, dot, 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 then Hart D. Fisher is the devil. And when you've got the comic book apocalypse here and people don't even think comics are going to exist, the devil's back. The devil's back and hell's coming with him. So I'm going to give you something new for you. Oh, We're cool. going to launch the GoFundMe campaign in July for the return of Boneyard Press. When I say the return of Boneyard Press, we're going to publish new material. Okay. I'm coming back to write. I'm bringing back my original characters, Build-A-Bull, Dark Angel, and Babylon Crush. 
Babylon Crush was the world's actual first out lesbian character in 1995. Thank you, woke people. Thank you for all the credit you gave me for releasing the only vigilante comic about a lesbian dominatrix based on real lesbian dominatrixes I knew in LA, based on the actual designs of Varla Vortex and the late great Duchess de Sade, who was a member of Horror Garage. I don't know if you're a fan of that seminal horror band with Dookie Flyswatter. Love you, Dookie. Fucking Horror Garage rules. <laughs> uh, and so Duchess was the basis of Babylon Crush. So we're bringing Babylon Crush back. We're bringing Dark Angel back. Now, fuck Dexter. Dark Angel was the first serial killer anti-hero. It was the flagship title I launched Boneyard Press with. It's the title I sued Marvel Comics over and won. Okay. That's right, Dark Angel. And Dark Angel was the first book from Boneyard. So it was a half Dark Angel, half Build a Bull. What's Build a Bull? Half man, half bull, alcoholic thug for hire on the streets of Chicago. If you don't care about who gets hurt doing the job, you hire the bull. Build a bull. Nice. So here's the thing I'm doing. We're coming back. Okay. Only we're updating the characters by 20 years. Nice. It's 2020, bitch. Right. So this is Boneyard Press 2020. We're not doing the heyday of the 90s. We're right. not just doing trade paperbacks. We are, we're gonna reprint the Build a Bull and Dark Angel and Babylon Crush books. But we're printing new stuff. I'm coming back to write it. Sweet. That's right. I'm coming back to comics and I'm gonna write. You should be afraid. I ain't coming back as American Horror's heart. I'm coming back as Boneyard Press heart. I'm gonna crush you. I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna scar your mind. And if you think for one fucking minute, or give a fuck about what some asshole in Iowa says online, I'll show up at your house and burn your kids' feet in front of you with a goddamn blowtorch. Boneyard Press is different. Boneyard Press is coming back like a nuclear bomb. And I'm bringing the best in the business with me. I've been on the phone with everybody in the industry because I know a lot of people. A lot of people on board. We got a lot of amazing artists and writers, and I'm not going to say it here. I think the announcement here is the fact that I'm coming back to write. There's going to be a brand new build a series called No Lives Matter. That's the first new build a book in 20 fucking years. No Lives Matter. Wow. The Babylon Cross storyline is going to deal a lot with what's happening in this culture with, I'll go ahead and say it, this issue over uh, identity, sexual identity, the whole alphabet sphere of stuff, because Babylon Crush was a lesbian dominatrix who wasn't a dumb because she hated men. She liked hurting men. Why was she a vigilante? She wanted to hurt unwilling victims. Mm. There's never been another goddamn vigilante character like that. So we're going to bring these characters back and, and update them. Dark Angel, that was the first anti-hero. Dark Angel was a serial killer, and it was told from his point of view. Way before there was a goddamn Dexter. Suck my dick, Dexter. I was first, you fuckwad. And I did it better. I did it meaner. I did it nastier. So it's going to be a very interesting year. So all those people who think comics are dead, they're not dead. 
Maybe the distribution system is because I'm going to be using American Horrors to get behind Boneyard Press. We're going to be the only comic book publishing company with the world's number one horror TV channel behind it. Cool. Commercial advertising, direct wow. marketing, direct to the fans. Forget about this bullshit with DC pulling the same Heroes World crap that Marvel fucked up in 1998. Hey, DC, nice move, DC. Nice move. Way to fuck over all your stores. Way to fuck over all your creators. Way to fuck over all your fans. Smart move, DC. Oh, fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah it, well, it, so with, uh, with American Horrors, you know, the channel, are you going to be able to, you know, come on and, and talk about, you know, the comics, too? <laughs> I'm the boss. That's right. We're going to do whatever the fuck I want. If I want to go on, on my fucking channel and dance around with no pants on, I'll do it. <laughs> I come home from the bar sometimes, and I change the whole schedule to what I want to watch. Like right now, I'm getting ready to go have a trip uh, to go spend some time with my mother. She's got some surgery coming up. So I'm going to check out from the, the business and spend time with her for a couple of days. So I'm sitting down and programming all the stuff on American Horrors that I want to watch with my mom. Nice. My mom watches American Horrors with me, people. So any of you that's upset about the rights of Frankenstein or they're upset about a bell from hell, I watch that with my mother. Yeah. My 76-year-old mom. So if my 76-year-old mother has more balls than you. <laughs> so it's, it sounds like uh, your mom really supports what you do. Yeah, actually she does. Uh, one of the things about Boneyard Press is my mom has her own fan following. Uh, I'm very giving about the spotlight. I love my creators. Nice. And when you're on the stage, if you're on the stage by yourself, it's a very lonely place. Yeah. So I prefer to have people around me. Like uh, I want to say hi to Ginger Hill, Charlene, love you. Uh, Joe Janowski's coming on board uh, with Boneyard Press. Uh, I want to say hi to Max DeBill, who's coming on board with Boneyard Press. Joe Janowski's working intimately with me. He's one of my original creators from Boneyard. He actually got kicked out of school for five days for passing around Boneyard Press flyers in school. Oh, wow. uh, Joe is working on our, our GoFundMe program, and Joe's an amazing artist. Cool. And one of the cool things I'm working on with Joe is a cartoon about my mom that we've been doing for years called Mamasaurus Rex. Oh. I've been imitating my mother at comic conventions for 25 goddamn years now at least where I'm, I'm impersonating her as Mamasaurus Rex. All my fans know who I'm talking about. They've met her. If you look at the Wizard World interview with me in 1998, mm. pictured in that magazine is my mother wearing a Marvel Can Suck My Cock shirt. Oh, that's right. Did you not mention that the San Diego Comic-Con had to add six pages of legal bullshit to their vendor contract? Because when I did the Marvel Can Suck My Cock t-shirts, and that's why you won't see me at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Fuck you to everybody at San Diego Comic-Con, your bag of dicks. You treat comics creators like shit. Fuck y'all. You're a bunch of douchebags. Fuck you. Oh, sorry. Man. No, that's okay. Uh, yeah. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> with pink fingernails because it's so emotional so it's a with pink fingernails that's fantastic yeah yeah with your lighting there it just looks red to me ah gotcha with the lights yeah yeah that's cool um 
man, so you've got so many different things, you know, uh, with, uh, with American Horrors, with uh, the film festival and Boneyard Press, and then Groovy, like, you're pretty good. The amazing Groovy TV empire. Yeah. Groovy, you've got the, the website, all your video articles, all your written articles, all the, you know, all the PR stuff that you do for all your clients, plus, you know, American Horse, plus the TV show. I mean, fuck you guys. When the hell do you sleep? I'd imagine almost never. <laughs> With those I eyes. got a hot blonde in the bed. Only when I got a hot blonde in the bed. The only time <laughs> I take a break is when I got some female companionship that occupies my attention. And, uh, oh, what the hell, I'll say it. I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be out of town. So happy birthday, Abby Cat. I'll see you when I get back into town. You're gorgeous. Stay gorgeous. For all those other beautiful kitty cats out there, hi, I'm Hardy Fisher. I'm pretty single. How you doing? Make me purr. Rub my belly. Big mm, lion. I got a nice butt. I got a cute little white butt. That's true. We, we did see it uh, wiggle. Look out. Look out. <laughs> Oh man! Hey guys, we're about ready to wrap up. Uh, where else can we? Uh, you know, just remind us. You know, where we can uh, go and find uh, your uh, American Horrors, the Film Festival, Boneyard Press, uh, Groovy. Oh, did Groovy freeze on us? Oh, an interview from Groovy. Groovy, could you tune back in? Groovy, are you there? Groovy, could you say Groovy. something for a minute? Oh no! Did we lose Groovy? I think we lost Groovy. Hopefully he'll be able to chime back in here in a minute. Uh, Hart- he probably found a new victim. He's probably hovering outside some public park somewhere in Denver, Colorado, in his rape van, waiting for some poor victim. He's probably busy right now executing a kill. He looks like a happy, fun guy, but Jesus, don't make that man mad. Uh, right. I'll, I'll wrap it up for you. Uh, Groovy TV is a fantastic show that you should go to YouTube. Look yeah. up Groovy TV on YouTube. Look up Gorecast online. Uh, they, they also have their own independent podcasting. Look up for the independent podcasting for Horror Show. I don't have the actual dot-coms in front of me because I know you cocksuckers can look it up on the web, you lazy bitches. <laughs> look for American Horrors on your Roku, strictlystreaming.com, Glued TV, also at AmericanHorrors.com, mm-hmm. and coming soon to Zingo TV. Nice. Lots of good stuff. And also, my one of my favorite ways to watch American Horrors is through the PS4. Cool. Through their web browser via AmericanHorrors.com. That's A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N-H-O-R-R-O-R-S.com. And if you can't hear me, too fucking bad. There's no closed captioning. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And then, uh, you yeah, uh, the, the film festival too, because it's an American Horrors Film Festival, right? Yeah, there's a whole website for that. We're updating it right now, AmericanHorrorsFilmFestival.com. We just opened up our call for entries last week. And what I could tell people at home is, uh, for the folks that want to enter, we're one of the only film festivals in the world with an Oscar winner as a judge, yes. Dear Sturm. He's been our judge for the last three years as the short film director, or short film judge. He's taking over the feature films as the judge of feature films. This year's short film director is going to be Daniel Caldwell, who is an executive. He started at the Marcus Theater Group, which is the largest independent theater chain in the Midwest. And now he's an executive at the Imagine Theater Group, a luxury theater chain out of Detroit. All these theater chains are fantastic. Go see some movies. Go check them out. 
Yeah. Uh, so Daniel's on board as our short film judge for this year. So we have actual industry people looking at shit. Uh, the previous three years, we had Scum Love as our judge for the music video uh, contest. This year, I'm kind of thinking about making Groovy the judge. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, I think so. I think I just made up my mind now. So if Groovy, you're not busy, like, raping and pillaging somewhere in some small park district, I want you as my judge for the music video portion of American Horrors Film Festival. This is the fourth film festival, and then 40% of our sales tickets, it's like, if you go to the film fest, 40% of our ticket price goes to food pantries. Nice, good. Oh, that's people eat? Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, that's, that's, that's fantastic to, to hear that. Um, and of course, with Groovy, what a perfect fit for, you know, music videos. You know, that's... Yeah. That, that's one of the things that's really cool about Groovy TV is he's really, man, I got to give it to Groovy. He's got amazing taste. The shit he's been bringing into Groovy TV. We had this short film called Turnaround that was amazing. Cool. Uh, the board is hell guys are so damn funny. Uh, uh, the guy doing the, I, I'm not remembering his name right now because I'm on the spot. Something Black who does these uh, public service announcements. Oh, that's Bobby Lee Black. Great. Who? Bobby Lee Black. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Lee Black here. Yeah. He's fantastic. Uh, the Slossage guy is great. We've got so much new content coming to Groovy TV. Uh, again, I want to shout out to Snow and the designs and all the other Italian bands that have come on board, thanks to Groovy. We yeah. brought on a lot of European uh, metal to the, the, to the channel. And right. it adds a real cool flavor. Yeah. We've got short films, music videos, independent productions, crazy public service announcements. Don't you put it in your mouth, because it might not be good to eat. You know what I mean? Insane, yeah. insane public service announcements. Yeah. All free, and it's a revolution. It's a real world horror revolution, only at American Horrors. Excellent. Oh, my God. Man. Uh, and then, you know, well, uh, when do you think uh, your, your GoFundMe for, uh, you know, for uh, Boneyard Press is going to be going live? Okay, we're looking to go live with the GoFundMe right after 4th of July. We're gonna okay, go cool. During the, uh, the summer. And we're looking to get the first new Boneyard Press book out in uh, October. And we're reviving the Poems for the Deadline. The Poems for the Dead is my books of poetry. You might not know this, but I'm a world-renowned poet. I'm a world-renowned spoken word performer. I have been flown out to Tokyo to give lectures on American poetry. I've done spoken word performances in Mexico City, uh, around Mexico, in England, all across America, including San Francisco, because that's its own country. And we're bringing that back. We're doing all new content. So it's going to be Poems for the Dead, Volume 1 and 2 are going to come out as eBooks in June. Actually, probably right when we launched the Boneyard Kickstarter. Uh, it's not GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of good stuff is coming up. We're, we're looking to launch that right after July 4th. And we've got a lot of new T-shirts. We're updating the website. We're going to be launching a new video-on-demand service at American Horrors. Okay. And the idea of the video-on-demand service is very different. We won't be doing subscriptions. We're doing flat out pay to play. Right. It's 99 cents for short films. It's a buck 99 for features that are uh, non-exclusive to our network and 2.99. And what I can tell you that's different than other companies is the creators are going to get paid from every rental, not 0.01 cent per commercial they see. So if you fucking rent a movie for 99 cents, 
either half or 40% of that 99 cents is going to go directly to the goddamn creator that day. That's not right. tomorrow, not in 30 days, not in 60 days. So if you want to support creators, we're the place to go. Nice. That's fantastic. It, it's, yeah, it's uh, refreshing to, to see, you know, platforms like this that, uh, that you've curated, you know, so supportive behind, you know, their creators and their talent. Well, I love my guys. I love my guys. I love my gals. I love my fiends. I love my creatures. Uh, they're my family and you got to eat. You got to treat your creators fairly. You got to treat them well. You got to be honest with them. Some of my people are going to get a bitch slap next week. Mm. But you got to treat people honestly. And that's where I think my martial arts background comes in a long way. Uh, a lot of people in the industry like to lie to themselves. And yeah. when you fight for a living, when you actually fight, there's no lying about whether your arm bar sucks. If your rear naked choke sucks. If your left hand, left cross sucks. There's no lying about it. Yeah. It's tough. It sucks. Yeah. So that's a big part of what we do at American Horrors and where I'm from is from that, that real world martial arts performance. Hey, you're either killing or you're dying. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, <laughs> man. Yeah. You guys have so much great stuff going on. I can't wait to, yeah, to see uh, all the new stuff, you know, coming out from American Horrors from Boneyard Press. And, uh, yeah, love to see the, the film festival someday, too. Oh, definitely. It's amazing. The theater's fantastic. The downtown Lake Geneva Theater was built in, like, 1929. It's oh, cool. gorgeous. They had a whole renovation. And by the time we do the film fest, they're installing this all these new laser gear. So all these new lasers are being installed right now. They're doing major construction. So a lot of good stuff is happening. We're going to have an amazing goddamn festival. That's great. That's fantastic. Wow. Uh, Hart, you know, thanks for being uh, on the show. God, you know, so many great things uh, coming uh, uh, out of your neck of the woods. Uh, unfortunately, Groovy uh, hasn't been able to, to, you know, chime back. Groovy got disgusted. I took over the goddamn show. I didn't get any fucking talk twice. I get to talk. Groovy, I'm sorry. I took over. You know how I am. I'm so sorry, Groovy. You didn't get to talk at all. It's my oh. fault. It's not Dan's fault. It's my fault. I'm sorry, buddy. But you got your own show on American Cars. God damn it. That's right. That's right. So if you want to catch more Groovy, yeah, catch it on American Horrors or visit groovy.tv for all his music uh, content and, and, you know, fantastic articles on creative yokels in general. Um, man, uh, thanks again, Hart. Uh, thanks again to Groovy out there in the ether someplace. And uh, this is Kofo Live and Undead. I'm your host. Daniel Crozier. Thanks again. Thanks, Hart. Good night, my friends. Tune into American Horrors where I can hurt you. Then read Boneyard Press. American Horrors is quite nice. American Horrors is a nice version of me. It's a nice version of Hart. But Boneyard Press, oh, you're in trouble. Oh, God, for Boneyard Press. Oh, God, I can't wait to hear you scream. <laughs> Oh, and with that, have a good weekend, everybody.